0: All right. Favorites. Well, thanks. Let's do this. It's um, episode 24? 23. I uh, 23. I
1: think it's, I
0: think it's 20 th- episode 23, and we actually got a, a listener request um, to do the movie The Big Hit, and I'm kind of shocked I've never seen this movie before. Like granted in 1998 when the movie came out i was not real big into like mainstream film i was poor as fuck, you know and didn't really get to go to the Mm -hmm. movies all that much and i watched a lot of movies but it was like you know like me and all my hip bohemian friends watching like german sadomasochist porn just to say that we've seen really shocking stuff uh and you know like i i I, it was definitely part of the blunder years you know i'm not real proud of that but yeah uh and but like looking back like i i i'm sure i should have heard of it when lou diamond Mm, film yeah because lou diamond phillips obviously won an oscar for that performance i don't know how he couldn't have won an oscar (laughs) for that performance
1: yeah, the entire cast deserves
0: They're absolutely spot on. But, but I mean, Big Lou, like, he's just all, all over the place. I was amazed at it.
1: <laughs> this is actually, this came out the week that I got married. So when we went to our honeymoon up in uh, Deep Creek.
0: Right, yeah. You I know, remember sweet, when you sweet got honeymoon. Ready, I was there at your wedding.
1: And it was it was playing up at the, like this the fancy new theater up there. So we went to we actually went to see this on my honey like, like when we were there for like our five days of you know I mean vacation.
0: Right now, did you? So we
1: so we saw this on, like our, on our honeymoon week.
0: Yeah. Now, did you think that, that was that it was as awesome then as you think it is now? Because I I feel it, it. I think so. Yeah, it was,
1: it was awesome then. It's it's awesome now for sure. Right.
0: <clears throat> like I like, I feel like if I'd seen that in 1998 I'd have been like oh what the hell you know because I think it would have been like ahead of my time you know like I I I, I don't know was, I just think the game, the movie was ahead of its time in general you know um
1: I think that so. I mean it's, it's directed by an Asian film director who did a bunch of Asian action movies it's produced by John Woo
0: right and you can definitely see that it has Hong Kong action film influence in it you know
1: I and mean, just like the the balance between like the action and then just like the, the inappropriate uh, comedy, most of the time. like like right. just like the like just, the right. bad taste comedy.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's come like, on! It, How like, awesome was the scene where he was action. like he was like on the bungee cord, like bouncing up and down on the bungee cord and shooting people off of the stairs at the same time?
1: Oh yeah, the, the opening like action sequence is like fantastic yeah it's it's
0: great he's doing like backspins <clears throat> and meanwhile all and of his crew are just like oh he'll handle it it's okay there's only like a hundred of them
1: and like if you watch it like nothing nothing like really like continuity wise he just does like a random flip and then like he's doing like it's just like none of it like really cuts together but it still like looks really cool so it's like yeah it's fine
0: <laughs> like, yeah yeah, and you know, actually there was something that got brought up on our new uh, Facebook group. And if you're listening, you should join our Die Hard on the Podcast Facebook group. Just uh, look it up and ask one of us and we'll let you enter it. But um, a person on our, our Facebook group, Dara, like, what she said was spot on about how most of the cast really was in on the joke of how campy and cheesy it was supposed to be. Except for Mark Wahlberg, who's like really sincere and yeah. earnest in it, and it, it, it's true. Like everybody else has got their tongue in their cheek, and Mark Wahlberg's just trying to show how good of an actor he is in it, and it's freaking hilarious. His
1: like nice guy voice is the best thing ever. <laughs> be oh, like, just like
0: I'm sorry. He's really rude. And I was like, oh, yeah, what? yeah. Like I just I just murdered your boyfriend in front of you, and then I tied you up and put you in the trunk. I'm like really sorry about that that like I, I just think we should be okay with it <laughs> can we make kosher food together now is that for- <laughs> <laughs> we were watching we were watching it and like when they're when they're rubbing and stuffing that turkey I was I was in tears I was <laughs> like this <laughs> is the greatest love scene in the history of love scenes. <laughs>
1: Cause he's like he's like shoving the stuffing up to the turkey's His ass.
0: ass. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like what is? Yeah, I feel like they's some re- sort of like movie, Oliver. Yeah, they should have renamed the movie from the big hit to Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> just read up
1: on it. I was just reading it on. It. I was like I was like, and she I didn't realize that she's supposed to be in college cuz I always I always feel like she's in high school. <laughs> Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's really weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, like, I don't know. I mean, she was she was definitely in some sort of thing. She was wearing the little high school girl outfit. You know, I don't know of any I college. think, it, I mean, it
1: said, some, it said on the Wikipedia it was, like, college. I was, I was like, I'm pretty sure that it doesn't really say anywhere, like, that's either or. I think right. they just kind of, like, I was like, yeah, it's college, but they never actually say it's college.
0: Yeah i just love how casually they murder everybody in it i mean they're like hey here's this totally innocent um limo driver who stopped to help us we'll shoot him in the head and like sure (laughs) her boyfriend was out of line in the back of the limo and you know he was trying to date rape her but but did he have to just like go instantly to, to shoot him in the head couldn't he have been like hey, dude, not cool. If you frickin' keep up, I'm gonna stop and put you out of the car. You know, like, he could have just said that. He could have just said, hey, man, not cool. You know, you better knock it off or I'm throwing you out of this car. But nope, he was just like, fuck it, I'm shooting him in the head.
1: <laughs> well, he was, like, slash date raping slash racist. So, like... That's true.
0: I mean, the guy was a douchebag. There's I, <laughs> That actually brings me to another good line was he was... When he was telling her about his life, he was like, Well, I'm a hitman, and I've killed a lot of people, and they deserved it. Give or take a few obnoxious people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Someone just obnoxious. I'm like,
0: okay. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, I knew it was going to be great when it started to... out that the guy brings him a dude cut up in in garbage bags, and he's just like okay, and he's like in the bathtub, like dealing with this cut up body. And his girlfriend comes in, and she's like, "Are you working again?"
1: <laughs> yeah, the whole the, the the video store stuff too. The King Kong Lives is fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, well, and you know what's even crazier about that is, um, you know, I just watched I just watched the movie and the whole running joke with the King Kong Lives. And then I'm driving up to the car or I'm driving up to Pat's house and I'm listening to a book about writing by Stephen Pressfield. And so So yeah, uh he the first thing that Stephen Pressfield ever wrote and sold and produced was King Kong Lives and I was like, "Oh shit. I was just watching a running gag about King Kong Lives and you know the whole thing was how sad <laughs> he was because everybody hated it and he thought his career was over and I, I didn't really think the movie was all that bad and it was really funny as a running joke you know
1: yeah I've never seen that I didn't realize that. is it a real movie? it's a real movie huh? it
0: is a real movie yes written by the same Something guy who uh, wrote the novel The Legend of Bagger Vance which I guess is his
1: uh, big hit I just, looked up. I just looked it up and like the poster on IMDb is fucking awesome jeez Yeah. For King Kong Live
0: now it's not the greatest movie proportional stand ever made. Uh, but
1: but check that, out this poster. Did you look it up on the blog? Guys, and, uh, for anybody's listening, check out IMDb. And King Kong lives, man. That poster is cool.
0: Is it pretty dope? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely. Biggest
1: hero it. is back. He is not happy. <laughs> <laughs> But it's also a funny thing about this movie. It's like I would love to see somebody who's never been to a video store before and see what they think of right. the video store Right. Stuff.
0: You know, like somebody who is is in the post-video store era and, you know, like how those them calling him and harassing him constantly jokes fall flat. But to us who grew up in the 90s as, like, movie geeks, like, that was very real, you know. Them guys were calling us every day.
1: Yeah, I, had to, I worked at Blockbuster. And, like, if you were working during the day, there was, like, a stack a stack of, uh, like, papers of people who haven't returned stuff. And, like, it's, like, one day, two day, three day. And you would have to call some of them. But then you would have to, like, send some of the notes. And like, it was just, like, a whole, like, uh-huh. it was, like, half your day calling people going, hey, you still have this movie. And half the time it would be, like, no, I don't. Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> like, no, I don't. And then, like, an hour later it somehow returns somehow it gets returned
0: yeah and you're like wait a minute what just happened there well I always really like, yeah. appreciated that blockbusters had like the overnight return so you could like, yeah if you were like you know didn't want to show your shame that you had held something for six weeks you could just drop it off in the middle of the night hope they forgot about you
1: yeah there's a couple yeah there's a couple times like People would come in and be like, "Oh, I, I didn't keep it for that long. Why is it so much?" And they would like actually like literally fight you on it. <laughs> like, right. and, like I literally have to like throw people out. And be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like you <laughs> owe twenty bucks. All right. <laughs> and then yeah. when you would tell them uh, back in the day that like the video the videotapes were like a hundred bucks a piece.
0: Yeah. And so,
1: so when you tell somebody, it's like, well, it's either t- like thirty bucks or. They'd be like, oh well how much is the it just to buy it? And it's like, well, it's hundred and
0: ten bucks to buy it. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here, it does not cost that much. It's like, yeah, it does. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember when Ghostbusters first came out on VHS, I wanted to buy it so bad, and it was like sixty five or seventy dollars to buy it. Yeah. Um and, and really that's why uh that's why video stores came out It came about was because originally when the movie companies first started releasing, like taped movies for people to watch at home, they charged an arm and a leg. So you almost had to go rent them, you know.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing something about why they charged Yeah, they charge so much. It was basically like that. So then, it's for that reason. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think the video show stuff is hilarious either way. And the guy playing the video show guy is. I'm pretty sure I work with, like, at least five of those guys. Right. he's so. spot
0: on. Yeah, we all have to deal with that guy at one point or another. Do you got, Do you remember the guy at the uh, South Cumberland Potomac video who was he was really into movies, and he hated the guys that came in to write video games? And you'd read a movie, you'd be like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't come in here, and you weren't one of those video game people. <laughs> like, you could just tell just saying video games just left a bad taste in no. his mouth. You know, and if you brought up movies, he would sit and talk the most obscure, random, like he really knew he was really into movies and like really hated that they also had to rent video games and he had to deal with that. Like, <laughs> damn freaking video gamer scum. Like, oh, it was great.
1: How dare you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, it was great. I mean, he would, his whole voice would change. He'd be like, "Oh, you're here for a video game." would <laughs> be like, "Wow."
1: <laughs> Do you remember that one video store that was like um, it was under the tracks? It was on the other side of the tracks there.
0: Yep, the one that also had the arcade in the basement.
1: I think it did, didn't it? There was it, it had a couple levels. Yeah, and like the horror section was almost like it was like down steps. Yeah, yeah, it was like a horror levels. movie section. It was just like this huge like layout.
0: Yeah, and it and it was and it had like a little arcade because we'd go in there and play pinball sometimes.
1: Uh, yeah. And it was super cheap because I'd rent like like five movies at a time for like the entire weekend. Yep.
0: Yeah, I know yep. exactly what Dumb you're shit. talking about. Yeah, yeah
1: video store is like the best.
0: Yeah, video stores are definitely something. <laughs> I, I just love it because, I, you know, I was there at the very beginning. I was very young when, like, video stores started out. But I remember the big thing of being, oh, these video stores, they're going to kill theaters, and nobody's going to want to go to theaters anymore. And the old school, like, taking your date out to the movies on a Friday night, that's going to go the way the Dodo because, you know, video stores are going to kill all of that. you know, here it is 2017, and movie theaters are just as popular as they've been in our lifetime, and video stores are long fucking gone, you know? (laughs)
1: That's like how long did it take for our hometown to get a blockbuster? And it was like,
0: oh, that fine. wasn't very long
1: ago. But it was like it was gone in like no time.
0: Yeah, no, the blockbuster in our in in our hometown was we were very late to the party. It
1: was probably like ten years ago. Right? Like wasn't there or something like that? Like fifteen, maybe. No, I,
0: I would say I would say that the, it came in around 1999, nine two thousand. Um, yeah, because I remember. Uh, at Jason Arnold's wedding mm. um like the whole entire uh blockbuster video store came to his wedding cuz he was constantly going in there <laughs> and renting movies and stuff and that was in 2001 so maybe 2002 Yeah I forget,
1: yeah, I, forget. I think it was like, like it was probably like 5 years ago he like in that business too I think
0: Yep they're putting, a chip, they're putting a Chipotle in there now.
1: Ooh. I know, right? That place is jumping.
0: Yeah. Good old Braddock Square.
1: <laughs> supposedly it's, a, it's dangerous, supposedly. Because yeah. last time we went, to, like, we went back home, we were like,
0: oh, be careful.
1: We don't know what, who you're going to run into at Martins. I'm like, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> like, right. I'll, I'll be all right.
0: Yeah. I think I'm we'll not going to be... get hooked on I, I get hooked on heroin
1: walking through the parking lot. That's,
0: that's, don't worry about it. It's like, <laughs> Hopefully not. You should be okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, back that was to, our joke. Right. Back to was the that? big hit. Uh, I like. I'm just trying to think of another action comedy yeah. that achieves what the big hit achieves as well as it does. Yeah, I
1: think I feel like it should be like a cult movie, but I don't think it's even that.
0: I mean, I, I guess not. I mean, we did get responses of people who had seen it whenever you posted that's what we were going to see, but, like, I mean, I've never really heard anybody other than this request where somebody, you know, my friend uh, Paul, he said, you know, if you're going to do a movie on a podcast, you really ought to do the big hit because it's one of the greatest movies of all time, <laughs> uh, <laughs> was how he put it, so I was like, okay, I'll check it out, you know, <laughs> He um, does love
1: himself some zombie beavers too. So yeah, just, just he's,
0: yeah, he's <laughs> up there with zombie. He, he's down with some zombie beavers. Um,
1: but now this movie is is like legit. Like like me and like, I think, you know, Pat would be me, me and him we always joke about action pat comedies. Right. And like this is an action pat comedy. <laughs> like we was we was like, what kind of movie movie you're in the mood for?
0: Yeah action pack comedy. <laughs> <laughs> He's always in for action pack comedy. Actually, you know what? I I recently saw another action pack comedy um called 68 kills. Uh and it's it's pretty good. <laughs> what is it called? 68 kills. 68 kills. Uh-huh. Yeah, 68 kills and it, it's it's actually kind of got that same vibe as the uh as the the big hit where you know everybody's just sort of like really casually evil. Um, and like it, it must have just come out. Yeah, are there
1: sixty-eight kills in it?
0: I don't think there are actually. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of murder and mayhem. I'm. I I I remember thinking at the beginning, like I wonder if sixty-eight people are actually going to be killed, and I was going to keep track, but the murder and mayhem kind of pulls you into the movie to where you can't really count anything anymore because there's a lot of it. There's a lot of beautiful women. Uh, a lot of gore, and a lot of sense, who's in it? Is anybody, A lot of anyway. senseless violence. Yes. Uh, who was in it? Nobody whose name I know. But there are people who <laughs> you would recognize. Um, the really cute like young blonde girl from Nip Tuck is in it. Um, do you ever oh, watch, have you ever seen the, um, It's a, it, I think it's NCIS or, like, it's a bunch of people from TV. Uh, See, so I'm
1: looking at it now I'm like, I don't know any of these people the, the, the,
0: the, kit, the, the geeky guy from Criminal Minds is in it. And we are back once again. Uh, this is one of the first intermittent podcasts because of technical... <laughs> technical bullshit um we were going on about 68 kills and king kong lives and how cool that poster is and what what in the movie in the video store did the kid call it like a promotional movie stand or something in the big hit it saves marky mark's life
1: yeah, it's like a standee, but I don't think he calls it that, does he? No,
0: he doesn't call it a standee. He calls it something else. Like, and, and Pat even says it. Like, He goes, is that the greatest uh, movie promotional stand ever made?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it may have like, solid gold, I think. hmm
0: <laughs> Or something yeah,
1: like that. Yeah,
0: it saves his life. Uh, and he does rap. What's it, the you know. movie called? Windows? The big hit
1: taste was it? What's the what's that movie called? That was it.
0: Sixty eight kills.
1: I just fucking it just popped up. Uh, taste the golden spring or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. or
0: something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really like the so dark true. sense of humor. It, it, I mean, sixty eight kills is the same, but the big hit has. I mean, you don't see that kind of dark humor usually, especially in a like a mainstream big name. You know, like, I've seen tons of indie films that are great black movies, or black black humor movies, but it's rare to see, you know, Mark Wahlberg and Lou Diamond Phillips and and all of that kind Well, this of was stuff. actually,
1: I looked up again, it was, it was made in 96, but didn't come out until 98 for some reason.
0: Really? Huh.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and is it just me, or is it, is like, during the first action sequence, is his... Hair like super blonde. Yeah, but the rest of the movie is kind of it's kind, kind of like normal. Red.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> maybe they, maybe that was all reshot or something. Oh, other, and I'm, I'm on, sure.
1: I'm, I have it on mute now. Watching it, and can we talk for a second about Christina Applegate and how how very very fun that is to amazingly see her in a movie how
0: like... amazingly hot <laughs> christina applegate how is.
1: amazingly hot she kind of is yeah
0: she's definitely amazingly hot and she's a talented actress too there's really no denying that she's a, you know she's a very good actress and she does really well in this uh even though i'm not quite sure i 100% bought that she was jewish but i mean then i saw her <laughs> parents, then i saw her father was Elliot yeah. Bold. And I was like, well, if her father's Elliot Gould, then she's definitely Jewish, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, she doesn't look anywhere you know. But, but I mean, she okay. plays it well. And like, I think this is the first time I've seen her since, like, the Married with Children stuff. I think I feel like this is the first time I was like, oh, wait, she's still around, and she's still yeah, very, very attractive.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, because after Married with Children ended, she did kind of sort of fizzle out. She really didn't become popular again until, like, the mid-2000s.
1: Yeah, and now um, she's, like, she's pretty much everywhere now, so.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, yeah, no, I forgot all about how awesome Christina Applegate was in this. <laughs> And uh,
1: like was it all the all the uh, promotional stuff in the movie in the video store is all trauma basically? If you noticed, I, I
0: did notice that. I saw that there was <laughs> Romeo and Juliet on there, and I, I was like, "That's pretty sweet," you know.
1: The signed Kabuki Man hanging up there, and it, I think it was a, a Sis and Toxie oh, poster. Did,
0: I did not see the Kabuki Man actually. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen a good trauma movie. Do they? Even still, yeah, I don't they, know if they still make know if movies they yeah, they still do. I don't know if they
1: quite make them the way they used to. I don't know. Right. There's a charm about them back in the day, but I don't think that that charm is there anymore, really, for the movies.
0: Right.
1: Can you talk about location-wise? Like, how where the video store is located as opposed to a, a giant cliff? Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> <laughs> Diamond Phillips runs a marking mark off of Off the road, basically, like off of a cliff, like right in front of the video store. (laughs) Like
0: when they were fighting on top of the freaking car, hanging on a tree off of the cliff, I thought, "Wow, this is this is this is what you pay your money to see right here." (laughs) You know, like this is why you go to the movies and sit in the seats. Because you might see Lou Diamond Phillips fight Marky Mark on top of a yellow Corvette on a tree branch on a cliff. Oh wait, was it? Was it? Yeah,
1: it's like, like I think we said before about certain movies, like Hong Kong movies. It's like they just kind of like fucking go for it. And it was like, I don't fucking care if it makes sense or not. Yeah, yeah, they, they
0: they always go for it. Like whenever he's driving in reverse and shooting the double pistols out at the frickin' minivan while he's driving in reverse from it. It's like, come on. You know, you, you can't... I haven't seen anybody think anything up like that in a long time.
1: And they had a couple of times where they had, did, like, the flashback back to how everybody... Like, how Lou Diamond Phillips escaped the car blowing up, and then, like, a flashback to, like, how Marky Mark escaped the yeah. building blowing up. So I was like, yeah, do more of that in movies right for
0: sure right so yeah cuz it'll like oh look look what i'm doing with this hand don't look at this other hand oh he got you <laughs> but yeah so. no um if you've if you've not seen the big hit i really recommend that you go see it because this is definitely up there with with great action comedies. And like like you said, I, I really feel like this should be, maybe it's still ahead of its time. Maybe it's one of those things that like 10 years from now, everybody's going to be like, oh yeah, the big hit, man. That was awesome. It was like fucking Fellini or something, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it might be one of those things where it's like when people revisit like Marky Mark movies, they'll be like, oh shit, when did they make this movie? It's right. like it's like, cool. This and like The Corrupter, like the two of his earlier films, yeah, the corruptor is good.
0: good. I remember I saw one of his really early films in the theaters, and it was awful. Was that the corruptor? The one where he was like, like the girl, like the the girl's like crazy stalker boyfriend or crazy stalker ex boyfriend. Fear, I think, is what it was called. That's fear. Yeah, and I, I yeah
1: because like, he, he wrote her name on his chest. Yeah. And whatever it was, it was like, it I like, could say, it was Julie. It was like, Julie forever. Yeah. <laughs> with, with an A. Not and even with an ER. And we can't, we can't and forget to
0: mention that there's an epic soundtrack. There is some really, really good music in this big hit. There's some vintage No Doubt in there. Um,
1: That's actually Save Ferris. I looked it up. Oh, Really? And I thought it was no doubt too. I was like, wait, I guess fucking save Ferris. I was like, oh shit! Wow, that's awesome. Because <laughs>
0: yeah, I totally thought it was Gwen Stefani, and like, because that was right when uh, no doubt was first coming out, and their music was like still really good. Like she was like recording albums with fucking Sublime and shit.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like them at all. When I was looking at the soundtrack, I wasn't even paying attention because I was looking for another song. Right. And so I was save Ferris. I was like, oh shit. So, okay. Yeah,
0: and was was. I, was i wrong or was house of pain on there too like i thought i heard house of pain but then i realized no it was the fun loving criminals who <laughs> with their song with their fun song the fun, and i love that you know like how terrible does that have to there's they're not the first band i think big country the band big country they're uh, also a... called big country but like how bad do you have to be that you're not only a one-hit wonder but your one-hit wonder is the name of your band you know <laughs>
1: I would love to see Big Country on this. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Big <laughs> Country
0: should have been on this. But I mean, Wu Tang Clan was on there. Now they were just in the credits, but Wu Tang Clan was on there.
1: Yeah, they, they, that was the weird thing. Like, that's it's all. That's like, like. Late '90s alternative stuff, but then like the crowd's and Yeah, so you get fucking Wu Tang and you get Marky Mark. <laughs> like, right. I was like, well, why wasn't that played during the movie? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, well, and sh- that was something that I thought was fucked up because like you texted me, you said make sure to listen th- all the way through it because you got to hear the last song. So I was like, okay. And so like I'm listening to it, and I'm like, wait, did the Wu Tang Clan just open up for fucking Marky Mark? Like, what the hell? <laughs> you know? And like you're gonna throw a couple songs in the in the movie, and you don't want to put like, the Wu-Tang Clan in, the, like, one of the scenes where they're running around killing people?
1: <laughs> yeah, you want to put No, no Doubt instead? It was yeah, like, No like, Doubt, or
0: the fucking fun-loving I mean, criminals. You know? <laughs> yeah, because, like, like, I first heard that, and I was like, oh, I recognize this. I think this is, like, one of House of Pain's like, lesser known, not jump around song. And then I heard the refrain, and I went, oh, it's the fun-loving criminals. <laughs>
1: because their first line is the House of Pain line. Yeah, no, it's an Ice Cube, so It's an Ice Cube line. Mm. So you're like, you think the House of Pain's ripping off Ice Cube at the time, but like, yeah, like the one, two, three come with the Wicked. Right. That's Ice. That's Ice Cube. So that's. So yeah.
0: Yeah, <clears but throat> I was kind of shocked about that. The the music choices there. Whenever I heard, the, you know, the credits roll and then the Wu Tang Clan comes on, I'm like, like you know, the Wu Tang Clan. They're actually kind of pretty good.
1: <laughs> they're a little better than Save Ferris. Yeah, like, yeah, they
0: might be a little better than <laughs> Save Ferris and maybe a little more chops than the fun-loving criminals, but what what do I know? Uh, but yeah, <laughs> and then like they're like, oh, well, you like the Wu Clan Clan, you're definitely going to like some Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch.
1: With like a generic, like, 1992 beat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> time of it. Like, whatever the fuck that was.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, oh, man, they
1: went old school with something. I was like, oh, wait, it's a new song by Marky Mark.
0: Marky Mark. And this is well after Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch had become a big joke amongst pretty much everybody who wasn't a 12-year-old girl. And once again, we've had technical difficulties. <laughs> but we are back. And um I think I'm, we're about done anyway. Yeah, I'm going to say that we're probably good on this episode. I think that <laughs> if we haven't gotten the point across that you have to go out and see this movie, we're not going to get the point across that you have to get out and see this movie. Um we should figure out I don't know what do you want to watch Die Hard next week? Just cuz this is about as undiehard like as it gets. <laughs> so maybe I, I, we, I mean
1: we've done we've done eight and a half so I'm pretty sure that's a-
0: you're right hard, eight but... and a half is probably a little bit further than this um
1: but yeah i, don't know. I guess we can look at our list and see what we, what we got okay. more <laughs> di- we'll,
0: just, we'll post it up on the twitter and the facebook and and all of that stuff and um if you're listening
1: and you're not part of the group like be part of the group and like chime in and let, let us know what you want us to talk about
0: yeah absolutely we'll do anything that you guys want and um you know tell your friends join the group Any... Anything well <laughs> within reason. I mean, I don't know. Well, I guess we could do porn. I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to doing porn. Uh,
1: I guess if there's a diehard porn, I guess we, we could probably
0: do that. We could do the diehard spoof, the diehard porn spoof. If uh, one, yeah.
1: If yeah. If
0: one. But um, all right. Well, definitely. Thanks for listening, and join us next week when we slaughter more. Uh, movie reviews. <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> <compromise. laughs> All right, peace out. Stick 'em up, kids. For the fun-loving criminals.